Hey everybody, what is going on? Another episode of the All Pro Joppos bringing the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I am your humble host, JP. Hey yo. And with us on the Wednesday evening, because Kay is once again going to be late, our F1 guy, Caleb, the quarterback. Sunshine. 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 It's hilarious. You haven't found a new one for me yet, so you should find me something F1 related. How about that? Gotcha. And we'll we'll go with that. Um, Okay, I got you. Make it a a Gunter soundbite somehow. (laughs) I got one for you. Uh, again, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to talk a little bit of F1. We got Hans Themisto joining us in 30 minutes to talk boxing. And we've got all things uh, NFL, XFL, NBA, and everything else that you could possibly think of. Whatever comes to mind, we're talking about it. But we're starting with F1. Caleb, so- um, you were nearly spot on with your fucking prediction. No. <laughs> Um, it, uh, there's no nearly, man. It's either you're on it or you're not. You at least got the winner correct. You got Checo correctly. Yeah, that was nice to see. It's just your two and three that got screwed. Yeah, fuck. And it was literally off by one. Bullshit. Um, obviously, you were predicting Max would have a DNF. He had far from that. He was driver of the day, starting from 15 yeah. all the way to fucking two. Yeah. <laughs> because the guy makes it look way too goddamn easy. Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie, though. Checo held him off. Mexican Minister of Defense. Mm-hmm. Once good he gets past you, like, it's very difficult to get You know? It's pretty cool that he's being competitive and he's not. He's like, fuck the bullshit. Like, I'm here to win, too. I don't give a shit what, what, how much you're paying him. <laughs> you know? He's like, he's like, it's not my fault he started in 15. It's not. <laughs> um. Oh, before we go any further. Sorry, guys. Uh, this episode, help brought to you by Groundbreaking Enterprises. Uh, the premier real estate company ready to buy your house as is considered selling call 510-646-7891 and get your no obligation offer now um it doesn't go without controversy so obviously there were some videos that i pulled up and i saw that you said give no attention to these motherfuckers always try to stir the shit um but if I just use my own eyes, I'm looking at it going, Checo was not happy, nor was Max's father. Max's father's never fucking happy, man. That guy, unless, unless his son's on the goddamn number one spot, that guy has the sourest face. Or he just... <laughs> and. Uh, it's okay. Like that's his that's his kid. Like we've talked about this before. I understand, but I'm happy for Checo. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, 
This is his fifth career win. Um, yeah. This one in Jeddah at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Alonzo with another third-place finish. But that also had some controversy. Yeah. So Alonzo, um, to start the race, was a little off-centered on the track, or at least in the spot. He was off to the left a little too far. And for that, he got a – was it a 10-second penalty? It was a five-second time penalty. Five-second penalty. So he took the five-second penalty, but after that, they hit him with a 10-second penalty because they said the uh, the jack was touching the car. The rear jack was touching the car, and this is almost the same as – Ocon, but I don't know. It even even watching it, it didn't look right. It didn't look, you know what I mean. It looked like they started early, um, like a tad, but I mean, after, like a fraction I mean, again, of a second after, early. Yeah, and that you know, like half a second, you know, whatever. But I mean, the FIA's got to start holding their damn ground and just dishing it out and i mean yeah it's doing it to everybody so that that's what aston martin's argument was yeah yeah that it is it's been happening continuously yeah and no penalty but now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden Mm -hmm. aston martin is not fitting the formula one narrative of what the race should be they're trying to screw him it's a long it's it's alonzo for sure it's got nothing to do with anything else other than Alonzo's in the driver's seat. I mean, and I remember one of the F1 correspondents talking about, um, you know, the kind of arrogance, but then you kind of do the math and you're like, shit, he's right. Like, cause he, he, I guess he would say that wherever he went, he would add, you know, or he would have half a, half a second quicker in the car, then it should be projected. And then it's like every case in every case, you know, he's added half a second to the car. Like, and now you see it in an Aston Martin and it's like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like the so. dude is actually good. I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody has ever questioned Fernando no. Alonso's skill. No. You know, we're talking about, a, you know, a, a world champion here, you know, two in time. his own right. Two time. Two time. You know, so to, to it's just it's one of those things that you know uh, you look at it going, damn, he's been in the fucking F one for twenty years, pretty much longer than, and he's almost like Tom Bradying it, you know, just staying in there forever. How old is he? In his forties now? He's got to be he's he's like in 42. his forties now, and he's still keeping yeah the skill. He's He's got Aston Martin at number two right now. Can you imagine twenty plus years in a in a race car? How strong that guy's freaking neck is! Oh my god! Have you seen him? Jesus, got the veins that are popping out of that man's neck. He almost doesn't have a neck. It's, it's a hilarious, break. man. Like the dude has pulled so many G's for so long that he is literally incapable of doing this. He's going to turn his whole fucking body. <laughs> this yeah. shit is glued just stiff. 
veined out. Yeah. You would think he was ejecting that steroids straight neck. into his fucking head. <laughs> that guy's got a neck, man. But he's so small, so he's like a little buff guy. <laughs> They're all pretty short. No, I'm, they are. They're but just Alonzo just looks like the jacked one. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them are like, you know, he's fairly the oldest guy there, but in comparison. So it's just like, God damn. Alonzo out there more ripped than all these fools. <laughs> Out here looking like Nick Merckx. Just shit. Shit's hilarious. But he's in third place with Max still in first because he got fastest lap on the last lap. Yeah. Which there was some controversy behind that. Well, I mean, they really slow down. They, I mean, they told Checo to keep a pace. Checo was checking in and, and making sure, like, he was doing as good as what Max was doing. So he's getting times and all that stuff. He's getting Max times, 32s, 32s. And then they asked him to do a 33 because that would keep Alonzo at bay, right? That gap would maintain, you know, they just wanted – they kind of just wanted to make sure that he, he got home safe. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and he brought it home. And they didn't want to tell Max. They said, they straight up told him, man, don't worry about it. He said, I am worried about it. Like, what? It's like, it's not our concern right now. He's like, it's mine. (laughs) And um, I think it was the 49th or 50th lap that they had told him, or at the start, they had told him that he had done a 132.1, and that was the fastest lap of the race. And then he drops dick and goes... 31.9, 31.9, like, <laughs> for, <laughs> so, I can, and, and with no time for Perez to respond, so I can see why, you know, Checo's a little pissed off about it, he's like, you guys should have told me, like, he was going faster, you know, I could have pushed more, like, but again, Red Bull wants to save the car, because we don't, at this point, we don't really know how reliable the Red Bull is, so, <laughs> I mean, it's only two races in, so yeah, I can understand. You know, and we've already, they've already got, you know, drive shaft problems and Max. Yeah, but even with all those problems, they're still dominating the grid. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. You can, you can, you can chalk that up to their ground floor game. Like, it's not even close. The, yeah. it, it's literally it, it's Max versus Checo. Yeah, and nobody it's a else great is coming midfield close race, to though. Huh? Come on, it's a great midfield race, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, but honestly, the, the, the work points. they've done, the work they've done on the RB nineteen, um, just the it's it's just so subtle. It looks so close to last year's car. You know, but they've they've found a way to, you know, really take advantage of the underfloor and and the aerodynamics of that car just send it to a whole other freaking level, man. Like, you know, so hopefully they get their reliability issues out of the way and 
we can start seeing a better fight between Max and Checo and and to be honest honestly if I'm if I'm Red Bull and this is just me again I'm not in Horner's position I'm not in any like again I completely understand that in my own opinion if I'm looking at it and I'm seeing you know like you said once they get shit figured out once yeah. it gets all you know like taken care of mm-hmm and you realize that it really is just a race between Max and Checo, let them fucking fight. Well, let them fight for it. It's only, look, if Max is really your golden child, he will fucking find a way to get it done. It's only going to yeah. make him better. It's but only going to push him to get better. At the same time, these teams count a lot on what they get after the season, especially with the new salary cap. You want as much, yeah, you get less wind tunnel time, but you get a hell of a lot more money than anybody else, you know. And to keep the Red Bull brand going, like, that, that is crazy. When you have that much invested in one driver. Exactly. It's, it's $55 million to, what, $10 million? This is one of those times where people would say, oh, it's a good problem to have. But in this type of situation, it's not really a good problem to have. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like they're, uh, they're uh, I mean, this early, I can understand, you know, a point is a point, And that would have put Checo ahead, you know, and so I'd be pissed, too. But at the same time, like, he's got to understand, like, yeah, you just got to keep winning, man. You know, and you won, and he won in Jeddah, and hopefully... Yeah, he won in Jeddah, but how, how... How many times is that going to happen, especially if Max is not far behind? Well, that's why we got... I mean, he still kept him at bay. I mean, the closest Max got was four seconds. You know, four seconds closer than him. I mean, that's that's still a pretty good length. As, exactly. You know, he's still a quarter mile up the damn road. So, you know, it's just kind of... You just got to let it fade away and... and not get hung up on one point because Red Bull has the best car. But then, but then, but then we also got to look at it. Is I mean, we're saying that now, like, yeah, they should have gone ahead the head. But then well, we're, we're forgetting to realize that Max started at fifteen. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, it's only because of a grid penalty that that happened. But the thing is, even when he caught to Checo, caught up to Checo. He really couldn't get any closer than four Yeah, seconds. but you give him a few more laps. If by the end of the race, he had a five-second gap. side by side together? No, no, like no. One, two? By the end of the race, he was five seconds back. He was even further back. But what I'm trying to say... And most of the time, he kept him at six, seven. I'm saying, like, the closest he got was about 4.4, but... but I, mean, what I, still... I understand that, but what I'm trying to say is if you give Max more time or if they would have actually lined up side-by-side side one and two, I don't think it's that close. I think Max is actually the one dusting him. Well, that's this is where if, we're going to see if Checo's like, got it or not. I, well... See, that's the thing. If that's well, what I'm saying. If you start I to mean, realize, but he's gotta have it though, because you don't drive a Red Bull fucking car unless you got it, or unless they believe that you can actually win a world championship. 
You know, you gotta you gotta have faith that both your drivers are more than capable of winning a world championship as a driver. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Do you think Checo has the capabilities of winning a world championship? He's in the Red Bull, right? I mean, you had other guys in the Red Bull too, but that didn't necessarily mean that they were, were that they good enough to win a fucking championship. Where are they now? And they never got in the contract extension either. None of those drivers did, except maybe Coulter and Weber and, you know, and Vettel and everything. But, like, those are all, you know, some of the some of the greats, you know? <laughs> Vettel's underrated, I think. What do you mean Vettel's underrated? He's not no, no, underrated. No. Everybody no, loves so. Vettel. It's <laughs> all so smash and battle. Fuck yeah. We love we that miss, guy. We miss him so much. <laughs> I would have loved to see a Vettel Alonso team up in fucking Aston Martin and see how that would have gone. Fuck Lance. <laughs> hey, real shit. That would have been something. That would have been history, man. That would have been absolutely and and you know what? I think they would have given Red Bull a run for their money. Hell yeah. I think it would actually be close too. Not like it is right yeah. now, like actually close. Well, I mean, even Alonzo is pretty realistic. He's like, no, no, but nobody catching them. Like, <laughs> everyone was like, do you think you're going to be fighting? And the first thing he said was, no, no, I'm not going to be fighting them. Like, but I'll be able to, he's like, I'll be able to, you know, get on the podium, hopefully. But he's like, you got to. He said, I ain't fighting with nobody. It's just too easy with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's either I'm going or I'm not. There's no fighting. So no, it's not it's even that. Like he's gonna if he's gonna like put up a fight against the Red Bulls, and he was just like, no, no. Everybody else though, yeah, they can get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, not with the Red Bull, not yet, not yet. But I mean, nobody's nobody's <laughs> nobody's gonna catch him in a single season like that. They would have to invest so much money into you know, into the upgrades and all of that stuff. I mean, bro, when That's you're looking at bro. how many weeks there, how many weeks just... there are in a season. Well, that's the thing. Look how quickly things turned around when they introduced the cap limit. Mercedes won constructors the first year, and that was the old car that, you know, that they've been tinkering for, for years. Yeah. For eight plus years that they had been tinkering about, and you know they perfected it, and then you introduce a salary cap. Well, now you got a new driver world champion. I mean, you still have constructors, but and then you go to the next year and you get absolutely blown out of the water, and they can't just throw money at it anymore because that's what they used to do. We had a problem. Here's a billion dollars. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, here's five hundred million dollars. Fix it. Sorry. Bro, I was seeing things today. They were literally asking the question, will Lewis Hamilton ever win another race? Maybe next year when yeah, when hopefully either he's they freaking hey, I'm just keeping it real. Not this year, maybe not. It's not ever, happening this year. Ever, ever not this year. You gotta remember he still has Alonzo ahead of him. He's got his own teammate ahead of him. He's got He's a, no, Both he's a, he's a, he's ahead of Russell in the standings. 
not he's ahead of Russell in the standings. I'm looking at it right now. He's ahead of Russell in the standings. Not by much, but uh, Lewis like one is five team, right? and Russell is six. Yeah. But, I mean, that's we're two races in, and they're two points apart. So... Leclerc's in eighth. That's got to be frustrating for him. That's got to be so frustrating for Leclerc. Yeah. I mean, they they get they They're, get a whole new. They need a whole new team, a whole new like pit. Is that not what they did? No, they just got a new pit boss, but they need everybody out of there. Those are the Green kind of people. Sweep. But those are the same people who are like, oh, you know what? There's nothing ever wrong with a Ferrari forever. You can never say anything wrong with a Ferrari. You can't say that. We have the best strategy and the best race car all time, forever. Forever in the future as well. And you can't say anything bad about it. They're those kind of fan bases? Those are those kind of people? Those are those kind of people. You know? Like a Dallas Cowboys fan? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> they scored a touchdown and they're like we're gonna win the super bowl <laughs> week one preseason <laughs> Dak's gonna lead us all the way he threw a touchdown first before an interception we're gonna win the super bowl first before the interception. <laughs> oh shit that's too good. How? Here's my question: How is Akon in ninth? Didn't he like penalize himself out of the points last week? Didn't like this? How the hell? I mean, four points is four points. Yeah, I guess. Tied for ninth. He's not. Poor Lando. I don't give a fuck. I need to see Logan do a little bit better. They got him tied for 14th. Man, the fact that McLaren is so far down there. Oh, oh they stink. Oh, my God. Brother, they, they stink. Oh, my gosh. It's only them and AlphaTauri that don't have points right now. Oof. Stinks, man. Man, that whole little trade and dust up and everything just landed them at the behind Williams. Oh, oh god, Alex Albon, baby. A point is a point, I guess. Point is a point. (laughs) (laughs) Point, goddamn, behind Williams and behind Haas. Yikes, somebody's getting fired. 100%. I don't know who it is. We know who it should be, but somebody's getting fucking fired. Logan came in 16th. I'm not upset about it. Okay, I'm a little upset about it. I want to see him do better. Well, I mean. I think he's got it in him. I was going to say, I was like, there's a little bit of a country bias because, yes, it's been a long time since we've seen an American in F1. Yeah, point next to his name, man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, 
you actually think like all biases or whatever aside, you actually think that this kid has it in him to be actually be a good fucking I, racer. I think he's he's. I mean, he's been racing he, well. He has it in him to he's start competing with this home. next generation. But like, he's been bringing the car home, right? He's been. He finishing. hasn't been shunting. He's been overtaking. You know, he's. I mean, he's fighting. You know, he picks his battles, which is good to see. He's a rookie. He's he, let him ease. Let him ease. I want to see him do better, though. I, of course, it would be awesome. He would be a national hero. Stroll's <laughs> he fast shit off like that. Lance Stroll's butt cheeks. Oh, and he's Canadian. It's worse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, he had a DNF. That's why. Yeah. Stupid. Stinks. That's reliability. It's whatever. Albon with one point. Magnuson with one point. Having a way slower start than he did last year. Still a Haas. That's a name to say. Gosh, you got to remember. It's still a Haas. I mean, Haas kind of performed last year. No, Kevin Magnuson kind of performed last year. So where did Kevin Magnuson go? It's still a Haas, Josh. Got it. Everyone else caught up, passed and put exactly. Haas right back in their place. Exactly. Exactly. Or Gunter. Everybody loves that guy, but goddamn. Oh, he'll can't be catch up. a break. <laughs> you think Haas will go to the Ford engine? Or the Ford power unit? American made? It's only right, right? The fit's only perfect, right? I don't think Ford would go to Haas. If they want... I, look, if they want to prove that their shit is top tier, you give your shit to Haas, and if, that pro- and if Haas starts competing, that's a huge way to prove that your power units are legit. If you bring a team from obscurity into contention. Ford would probably. Because that's the only American American based company, if I'm not mistaken. It's just because it's Gene. What? Just because it's Gene Haas. Name have you ever seen a Haas road car here? Ever? Ever? No. Exactly. So what is that? What is that? I think he sells more cars overseas, but I know damn well I ain't never seen a Haas vehicle. Is Haas even like a... I don't know. Or is that just a company name that was... Well, see, you know what I mean? Think about it. It's the last name of somebody. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, the 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 fit would be perfect, and if it's actually successful, you prove it in a big way. What bigger well, way would it be to prove that you have one of the well, best some, power units well, and best engine than you taking some, Haas? No, some people are thinking that Ford will repay will replace Honda because I don't think mm. after 2026. I think that's where. Um, yeah, but if if 
Red Bull keeps this up with Honda. Why, why, why switch? I don't think that Honda, I think Honda doesn't want to make the engine or something like that, or they don't want to be in it too long because some shit. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, 610 Beast from the Southeast. Just in time for the end of the segment. <laughs> Mr. Coach K. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, blame, blame my shitty fucking job, dude. I was actually going to say, I think I know why. Caleb, I I got you on the over under. We asked, we, we I was like, hey, uh, how late you think K is gonna be? <laughs> He's like ten minutes. I was like, I give him twenty. <laughs> I faith in you, bro. See, the thing well, is, I, Caleb, he blue chipped you right now. He blue chipped you right now, Caleb, because Josh knows. I I tell him all the time how my job tells me. He blue chipped you right now, dude. Just tell it's him. Like I got him on the phone. He doesn't that's really know. We'll talk he'll, about he'll be here. He'll be here in time, at least for the second segment. But I, you gonna be late. <laughs> sure, especially when I told him, I'm like, yeah, I'm back. I'm back with the driving company. He like, ah, yeah, <laughs> I already knew. His exact so word. Caleb. Ah. <laughs> so Caleb, uh, the next race. Ooh, oh fuck, my bad. Hold on, let me go back here. Hmm. Do, do, do. Yep, I knew that was a bad idea. Okay, there we go. Now, uh, next race coming up March 31st through April 2nd weekend. That's uh, two weeks from now, right? Not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Um. So next weekend. So see, we're not fucking up. We're getting the schedules right this time. Uh, <laughs> 31st to April 2nd, the Rolex Australian Grand Prix in uh melbourne uh grand prix circuit i hope red bull gives danny ricardo a lap why just use australian no just in practice or something he doesn't have to why give him a, but huh? why because this is a home race fuck it he was the, the only australian for... on the grid no, you, you wanted to go, no, go no, for no, no. okay have him take Checo's spot you no, really want to do that car. fuck it <laughs> They wouldn't dare. You thought Max's dad was pissed now. <laughs> you would have them fucking take out Danny. You take him out for Danny Ricardo. In a practice, in practice, and free practice one. Ain't no harm in that. I'm, I'm talking about like in the actual race. Why would they do that? I'm... How does that make any sense, Josh? You gotta think about these things, man. What are you doing? Now, now we're just turning it. That's fine. That's fine. What do you mean turning um, it? Who who is you? Why would you assume that I wanted Danny Ricardo to do a lap in the race? Why would you assume that? Well, I said I said fuck it, let's go all the way. You're like fuck it, let's do it. That's why I said I was like, you think Max's dad would be pissed now? Can you imagine? I didn't. I didn't know you said fuck it, let's go. Like just fucking. <laughs> I didn't know you said that shit. You're talking out of your ass. God damn it. <laughs> um, Australian Grand Prix. Uh, who do you got? Mm. What What's your race order this time? You were pretty fucking close. You picked Checo as the winner his last race. The only thing that didn't happen was Max DNFing. He said, you know, DMF, DNF this motherfucker and got second from 15th. So. I'm happy about that. 
<laughs> so, um, but basically anything else outside of Max, you basically nailed the order on the head. What are you looking at in two weeks uh, for the grid to look like? Who's coming away with the win? I'm just going to keep saying Max DNS. I'm just going to keep saying that. And Check the DNF every race. Yep. I'll, I'll eventually be right. <laughs> <laughs> what if you actually pick it? No, I'm back to win this race in any DNF. Right. <laughs> That's still not a guarantee, though. <laughs> what? I said unrelated topic. Did you guys hear it was a tornado in L.A. today, L.A. County? A what? Tornado. 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 A tornado in L.A. Dude, I, I just thought of – send me that post. Send me that post. I'm going to send it to the group right now. I, I just looked at the video as I, I was looking like this, like, whole fucking shit, shit up. <laughs> It wasn't like a, a, a big boy, like what y'all had experienced throughout y'all lifetime, but it, it was real. A well, back off the race. In fucking A. Well, if that doesn't mean the world's coming to an end, I don't know what the fuck it means. Um, but uh, pick uh, who, who we got. It has happened before, hasn't it? A tornado in LA? No. Down, it, it like down happen. south in California? No, I know it did, but but it hasn't before is what I'm trying to say. No, I'm saying it has before, like down south in L.A., like they've seen tornadoes before. It's just like once in, I'm pretty sure, man. Like one in a, once in a, every yeah. two generations type shit? Like once in a generation type of storms. Super thunderstorm that every. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you guys are right next to the ocean. It only makes sense, right? Another tree fell down over by the by my apartment complex. So, Shit, how long has it been raining? Four months. Over here, yeah. <laughs> on and off. Seems like it. Like. <laughs> the new London. Shit, that's okay. We're it. in a drought. We need as much as we can. You keep saying that, and then you're like, "We're drowning. We're drowning." <laughs> yeah, because they keep sending all of our shit over to fucking L.A. They keep using what? it all up. They don't want to collect water. That's the reason why we're drowning. They don't want to collect water. To put out the They're like, it's too much. The dams are going to break. They ain't been used like this in decades. We didn't keep <laughs> up on our goddamn maintenance. <laughs> uh, shit. Pick your fucking pick your winner. All right. All right. Um, I got Max winning. I got Checo in second. Let's just assume that until we, you know, hear something otherwise. We got Max one, Checo two. Um, honestly, I'd like to see Alonzo again, but being realistic, I Leclerc is probably going to take third unless some strategy shit happens and they, they fuck off again. But can we just I can assume see that that's going to happen at this point? Le- Le- Leclerc is going to be in third. Um, I got George Russell in fourth, oh. and I got Louis Hamdog in fifth. So Alonzo's not even the top five. Yeah, Alonzo goes six. Ah, 
Why do I feel like he's going to get two? It's highly unlikely. Barring a max DNF. Can you have two picks? <laughs> Go ahead. Just for those two. Oh, max shit. DNF or he wins. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, we flip-flop the weeks if we want to. I mean, shit. Yeah. It makes sense considering what we've seen. Pick. Um, so, uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, Caleb will be joining us back. Uh, Maybe I'll have some get... tech talk. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how things happen. Talk we'll, we'll, we'll have we'll have some, some new uh, tech, some things some set new up. stuff. We can have we can have an F one top five for you, your top five uh, best drivers of all time or something. Maybe, or maybe we could talk about tech. Tech, yeah. You mean like technology? Yeah, like the technology they're using in the cars. Cool. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Oh, like technology world and. I don't want to sound like an asshole, even though I am. I um, I don't think uh, just based off aesthetic, I don't think technology and Caleb are in the same sentence. I'm just being real. I get it. It's just because he's not on social media. That's why you say that. No, just his disposition in life. <laughs> That's also true. He does seem like one of those. I'm just gonna bunker down and fight the fucking but Terminator that. robots that are coming. That. That and I feel like he'd get to a part of a code. What's that on your McDonald's Wi Fi? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Jaffa Army. Sunshine. Go to bed, motherfucker. Yep. Night-night. Talk to you next week. Bye. Oh, he didn't get his round of a... He didn't hear his round of applause. That's all good. We're going to have uh, Hans coming on in second. Give me a minute. Uh-oh. Switch, uh, switch into... Uh, the... Switch to... No. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get him in here in a second. But before we get that started, ladies and gentlemen, we have our uh, message from our wonderful wonderful friends over at Ray's Energy. Check it out. What's up, Jaffo Army? JP here, the All-Pro Jaffos, bringing you a message from our proud partners over at Ray's Energy. Raise Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring the consumer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help us put your workouts and focus in general to the very next level. Perfect for anyone at any time, Raise Energy has become the most popular, the best-rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most of the competitors just downright to shame. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories, which include targeted focus, 
enhanced recovery time as glycogen becomes depleted, improve clean energy levels, boost in stamina and in hydration. Most importantly, each can of Rays has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. You should not have to drink or settle for any other energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, opt for the smart choice with the number one fan voted energy drink on the planet with Ray's Energy Drink. Use the promo code AlphaRays at checkout to get 15% off of your order. Demand more. Join the Ray's Rebellion. Let them know the Jaffo sent you. Uh-oh. There he is. Oh, he's back. Oh, no. Things are going right. Okay. You there? Yeah, I don't know what's... The, why is my screen blackened? I have no idea. I was going to ask you the same thing. Dude, I'm in the settings trying to figure it out right now. Like, what the fuck's going on? It's like my light for my camera's not on either. It's just like it's not activated. Hold on, I'm gonna get out and come back. Got it. Yes. That to charge. Waiting on Kay to come in, ladies and gentlemen, and we know Hans is gonna be showing in us very shortly uh to talk about a fight that he is extremely excited about uh this weekend uh david benavidez versus caleb plant uh for the super middleweight or uh it's a super middleweight bout uh 12 rounds and uh that one's going to be interesting if you've been seeing any of the uh showtime uh, things on paper or not on pay-per-view but on uh, YouTube uh, these two do not like each other at all um, and it seemed to have all stemmed uh, to a point in time I guess they met each other at a gym somewhere and obviously things went wrong um, so again we'll get Hans in here okay dropping back in in a minute uh, I got the fight schedule ahead of me right here for the next uh, two to three months here. Yeah, two to three months. There's some uh, <clears throat> some fights coming up, big name fights, actually, that I saw that was coming up that I wanted to ask Hans about. Let's see what Kay does here. Let's see. 
There we go. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. You guys already know this, man. Time and time again. And it's time to get into that conversation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen from fightscene.com, our great friend in the boxing world. Please welcome Hans Themistood. Hans! You're excited for the weekend, huh? It should be great, man. It's going to be amazing, honestly. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm, uh, uh, I don't think I've seen you this excited for a fight in quite some time. I mean, there there have been moments like with this these super fights of the Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia, all that other kind of stuff coming around. But this one, I mean, I'm looking at social media. You're you're itching and chomping at the bit for sure for Saturday to come around. <laughs> for sure, hundred percent, man. Phoenix. What is what is it about this fight that gets you excited? Um. I mean, the whole card in general, man. The main event, you know, kind of speaks for itself. Um, I think Ryo versus Chris Colbert is going to be a really great fight. Um, whoever loses is definitely going to take a, a major step back. Um, Cody Crowley fight is going to be a really good one. I'm really interested in seeing um, Spencer versus, um, um, versus Ramos as well. So the whole card, man, it's definitely pay-per-view worthy so i'm really looking forward to it man that's looking pretty good right here they're coming for uh benavidez's wbc interim super middleweight titles um so i looked up a little bit on what's been going on because to be honest i mean i get a lot of what's going on from you and then you know from the fight world after that because I've learned from talking to you, uh, don't believe a whole lot of the shit that you see out there. <laughs> so, uh, looking at this fight, I was looking at some things that uh, uh, Showtime had put up on YouTube about uh, the all access and um, all that stuff that they put out. And it looks like, I mean, both of them obviously have two you know, incredible stories getting to this point. But then, you know, you see Benavidez, you know, getting in trouble, not making weight, you know, other substance uh, issues. And Plant, the the only loss that he has was against um, arguably one of the pound-for-pound greats in Canelo Canelo Alvarez. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm kind of up to standard on where your pound-for-pound list is. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I've seen on here. But let's just not name names. Certain people (laughs) believe certain things about a certain fighter being in a certain category. Mm -hmm. And... The responses <laughs> to said um, 
a person saying such statements. <laughs> I have literally the whole boxing world went into roast mode. <laughs> it went into what it the hell is he talking about? It went to uh, it, just go to Twitter. You can imagine what Twitter had mm-hmm. just said. You already think it's a, a an entire cesspool of negativity. That's exactly what was getting thrown mm-hmm. at said person. Now, from what I've seen, I'm not going to sit here and say Benavidez is a bad fighter. But... There's still, at least in my eyes, further things to prove. And they do make a good point. If somehow, some way he does um, handle Caleb Plant, which I'm assuming a lot of people are in favor of Plant right now going into this fight. In favor? You mean in favor of Benavides? I don't know a lot of old people who are in favor of Benavides beating plant unless you are one of those um i'm I'm, uh it's tough for me but i'm i'm probably going with benavidez though it's tough for me though but yeah okay so i that's what i'm saying i've been looking around and there's a lot of i mean you're gonna have everybody's gonna have their haters and shit like that obviously but an overwhelming portion at least from what i've seen have been favoring plant in this situation but i mean you said what so what does benavidez have over plant i mean yes it's close but what is it that makes to you that benavidez might pull this off i mean benavidez just has a he just has a better offensive arsenal for sure um not really great defensively um i don't think he necessarily hits that hard or even that much harder than plant to be honest he just throws a lot of punches and um his combinations are really unique and really relentless so you know i think at some point i i I definitely do think that he will beat plant but I don't know. The fight, the, the fight gets closer, and you know, I, I start to change my mind a little bit. Plant, he's just a really, really, really good boxer, man. And you know, I can definitely see him pulling golf, but I, I am gonna stay with um with Benavidez though for sure. But he's not in that said category list. Pound for pound list? No, he's not. And. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> look, man. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was looking at it going, like, why is everybody so mad about this? <laughs> like, why? Because he's, he's not, man. And, you know, um, like a lot of people don't know. Like huge, is it one of those things said person was just kissing ass? Is that like what we were trying to do here? No, I'm not going to say it was kissing ass. And I'm not even the type to, like, beat around the bush and, um, like, you know, not be direct. 
you know, but Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> Hell, man. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I want it to be very, very clear because it's like, if you say something negative about somebody, then it's like people think that you don't respect them or you just, you disrespect everything about them. And that's not the case. I, I really do respect his knowledge about a lot of sports, particularly the NBA. But, you know, sometimes, or even a lot of times, when it comes to, like, his combat sports knowledge, it's kind of like, I don't know what he's talking about. You know, and just to sit there and say that Benavidez is, I mean, I guess it, it's it's an opinion to think that he's on your pound-for-pound pound list. I can't think of anybody who has Benavidez on their pound-for-pound pound list. But then to also turn around and say he might be the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world, Again, <laughs> again, it's an it's an opinion, man. But you know, it's I feel like when people say stuff like, "Hey, it's my opinion," you know, I kind of feel like that's a shield because technically you can't really say somebody's opinion is wrong. But it's like in the NBA, if I say if I say Chris Paul is the best NBA player right now, like. That's my opinion, but it's like I would be the only person <laughs> that, that said that, and it doesn't really make any sense. I have no facts or no substance to back that argument, and yeah, just what he said was that point just doesn't really make any sense, and it's 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 just a little bit, it's just a little bit frustrating when stuff like that happens, you know. Just I, personally, I I looked at it as one of those you just. You're just blowing smoke up your guest's ass. You're not really looking for confrontation. You're just kind of trying to, yeah. It just, uh, I don't know. I, I looked at it and, and, like you said, there are certain things that I don't know if I want to say blowing. I don't know if I want to say that, but to a certain extent, it's like not being necessarily knowledgeable about certain stuff. Like for example, like a lot of people know not sure if you saw it but it was like a few years ago i hope i'm correct when i'm saying it but like um i think it was canelo that got a win against somebody and then Jaden rose went on like espn and he was just like you know i want to see canelo fight like terrence crawford or something like that or maybe terrence crawford got the win and he was saying i want to see terrence crawford fight canelo it was either or and i'm just looking at the screen like what? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> and I, and I, and I don't I don't want to be disrespectful to those guys, but it's like, come on, man. What are we What are we talking about right now? Well, is it? it, it it's not really. Uh, so, okay, so have we? We're we've gotten to a point where any sort of disagreement is considered disrespectful, and we need to nip that in the bud real quick because you can't have an honest debate about something with that mindset. Like it, it just again, there's no disrespect or ill intent. You can it's okay to disagree with somebody on a take, especially if they're wrong. For sure. Like we, we you'd rather educate somebody when they're wrong than to not. That's just my own opinion about it. So when I hear you mm -hmm. saying, like, man, he just doesn't know that's an honest take that you're not the only one who believes that. And again, it's no disrespect <laughs> to him because you can't just discredit him 
off of you know boxing takes especially like you said with with the encyclopedia of knowledge that he is when it comes to you know other sports and stuff like that's just right here like every other sportscaster out there everyone kind of has their specialty of what they're really good at and then the sport yeah. that they really suck at talking about For combat sure. sports is Stephen a's suck at talking about yeah he's just he's definitely not very good when it comes to <laughs> When it comes to combat sports, man, and, he, and you know, it's but it's like you said, everybody has their specialty. Combat sports, MMA, UFC, boxing, not a specialty. Um, tennis is not his specialty. <laughs> like, it, it's just not, you know, and that's not ready to knock him. Like, I really can't sit here and have like a full discussion with you about hockey, you know, and I'm, I'm like a diehard fan when it comes to like pretty much every sport. But hockey... I ain't even gonna lie to you, brother. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but I mean, I, I he has I he has so many shows. He has so much time that he fills up on the air. That I guess when you're the networks, you got to kind of feed him something at some point. Got to give him something to talk about, even if that means making an ass on him uh, about himself on national television. I think that they just give him a little bit. I don't want to say they give him too much responsibility, but like, you know, it kind of feels like, I mean, you know, Stephen A. Smith is the, is the face of ESPN, you know, and apparently exactly. ESPN is, is having like layoffs and like about like 7,000 people are about to get laid off. Um, Stephen A. Smith will not be one of them, but it just also feels like they kind of funnel too many things into him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm Stephen A. Smith, I'm not going to say no. Like, I mean, hell, if they wanted me to talk hockey, I'd be like, all right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not good as it's going to be, but I'll give it a shot. Hockey, soccer, okay, it's, it's going to go left. But, you know, I kind of give it a shot, man. I mean, that's a that's but, one of those you know, things I, I feel like you, you delegate in order to cover for certain things, right? Like, yeah, you have certain points in the show or certain points, you know, talking about certain things. But then the stuff you don't know, you bring in – the player or the coach or the expert or whatever sport you're talking about and let them explain it. You ask the questions of things that you may not know about and let them explain it to the whole world. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't understand how, if that's a difficulty in the whole thing or, or, or what about it that they just, they just don't do it. Like they can't, can we put somewhere, Hey, let's have Hans. Let's him be, Stephen A. Smith, boxing expert on ESPN. I mean, hey, man, you know, I mean, of course, I, I, I would love that. But, you know, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like I would be like the best guy. But there's just a ton of people that are just like extremely knowledgeable, like Max Kellerman. He's just like his knowledge on sports top notch. You know, even other guys that are just like, you know, that like I see work like on a regular basis, like. Sean Zatel, he's like amazing. Like he would be like perfect for that type of um for that type of role, man. And there's just a ton of people that are just knowledgeable of the sport. And Stephen A does a lot. He does a lot of flights. He talks about a lot of sports and he just doesn't he just doesn't have the time, I guess, to really sit down and buckle down and be like, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, even like some of the questions, like 
you know, I kind of get like a little bit turned off with like some of the same mundane questions like, hey, where does this beef stem from? Like, come on, man. I don't really, I don't really, you know, like, no, it's, 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 a, it's really a mundane. It's kind of like a typical question. Like, all right, man, like, so what? Like, we've heard this question like a million times. Like, let's dig a little bit deeper, man. You know what I mean? But, man, you know, teach their own. And um, Stephen A. Smith, he's still the man at ESPN, you know. Shoot. Hope I could be like him one day. So, man. (laughs) I mean, we we all hope to get to some sort of pinnacle at that point where the the knowledge has to start somewhere. But, again, the the knowledge that he has, you you can't really deny it. Um, it, It's – and we've had that conversation here before. It's like – and, yeah, certain things, just stop. Just don't don't do it. Don't do it anymore. Delegate it. Do, Do something you have to, but just stop. (laughs) <laughs> um that's a, a fun question for hans could you if you uh if you was show like say an uh, uh outlet like espn what would your show look like it's a good question um and oh can we God. be on said show when you make it <laughs> <laughs> every every everybody everybody getting on man everybody oh there we go um, Can we get that a writing somewhere? We have it on the clip. <laughs> All right, so, so, so not making it Let me help you out a little bit. Let me help you out a little bit, Hans. So, have you ever seen uh, Game Theory by uh, Balmani Jones on HBO? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, would you have rather have something like that, or would you have something like a like a first tape? Since we said Stephen A. Smith, um, or somewhere in between. I- it's kind of hard to say somewhere in between because there's it's kind of no real in between. It's either you're one on one, you but not one on one, but yeah, mm-hmm. you either like one on one, like the whole uh first take and whatever. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a one on one debate thing, or you have like a max yeah. element format where you're like by yourself and like you're kind of just like talking to the audience, but then he'll bring in like other guests like Tim Bradley, Andre Ward, things like that. Like, um, I actually mm-hmm. really, really do enjoy the Max Kellerman. Um, format the uh, max on boxing that comes on Fridays. Mm-hmm. The only annoyance yeah. that I have with it is that it only comes on on Fridays, and when it does come on on Fridays, it's only 30 minutes, and it's really not every Friday. It's like some Fridays they don't even get it, which is like really annoying. Like to me, I, I would ra- I think boxing has enough going on for there to be a show like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, yeah, one hour for at least an hour. Yeah, for one hour. Like, mm-hmm. I think it'll be great. So, um, yeah, you know, kind of like having a segment where, you know, fans send in questions, um, talking to different fighters, um, bringing a bunch of different guys on the platform, um, having debates about certain things. Okay. So, you know, there's there's a, there's a long list of things that I would do, but, you know, ESPN don't want me. So, <laughs> you know, can I do yes. that? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Other, other yes. places, <laughs> I was say, there are other places and we're glad that you're always uh so um open to being with us. I do have to you know give you props and appreciation for that. Um sure. you know because again you've pro- you can probably do way more things with your time but you choose to you know give some with us and talk about um a sport that you know that we can all appreciate and and enjoy. Um 
I just wanted one question before we let you go. I'm looking at the fight schedule right now, and this one actually gave me chills because I am a fan of this particular fighter. Oh, well, both of them, actually. Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko on May 20th mm-hmm. uh, for the lightweight championship. Um, my heart says Loma, but my mind, <laughs> <laughs> my mind tells me Haney. Uh, where am I wrong and where am I right? Um, I mean, look, man, Lomachenko. Ah, oh, it's. I mean, it's kind of hard to like. It's kind of hard to really critique the guy. Like you know, like I was definitely there, watching him fight against Jermaine Ortiz, and I'll be the first to admit it, man. I thought he was gonna like destroy Ortiz. Like I really. I really thought he was going to destroy your teeth and make it look relatively easy. But, you know, he had, like, a really hard time. And, I mean, he just, I think he just turned 35. I think he, he's 34 or 35, or he's turning 35. He's getting up there. He's getting up there. <clears throat> and, you know, people want to say that, you know, he just came back from the war, probably was a little rusty, which probably is true. And, yeah, he could probably bounce back in the next fight against Haney and look, like, terrific. But, there was just certain things that I saw in that fight, man, sitting ringside. And I was just like, I really didn't like it, man. It, it's it's not even just that he was like maybe like a step slow, but at times he wouldn't like pull the trigger on certain shots. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I didn't really like that. And Ortiz, Ortiz's jab really bothered Loma. And to me, Devin Haney has the best jab in all the boxing, man. Like the very best jab in all the boxing man so i think that's gonna give loma a ton of ton of issues um yeah you know if loma was if loma's still in his prime then i think he will win but i just don't think he's in his prime when loma was in his prime that dude was just you couldn't unreal. touch the guy literally you yeah, he, he was unreal man he was unreal, but, but I, 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 I tend to I tend to ask or I wanted to actually ask you because I've had this conversation with my brother and everything else like that. But did he wait too long to become pro? Did he spend too much time in the amateurs? Uh... Because I feel like. I mean, as great as he was in the amateurs and, you know, his prime technically was very early in his pro career. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's always tough, man. There's, there's, there's definitely a lot of guys that, that spend not a lot, but there's a decent amount of guys that spend, you know, an inordinate amount of time in the amateurs and, you know, Lomachenko to me and probably everybody else is the greatest amateur ever with two Olympic gold medals and a three hundred and ninety six and one record. It's like it's unheard of. You know what I mean? But um yeah, but that's why I look at it going like how many wins did you really need to rack up to think that you were ready to go pro? <laughs> like... <laughs> you know the, the the funny thing is though, it's um Andy Cruz, not sure if you know who Andy Cruz is. 
no, not familiar. I'll probably he's, need to. He's he's about twenty seven. 27 or 28 years old. Um, I think he's he just he's just now trying to turn pro. Um, he just won the gold medal. Um, he's the guy that beat Keyshawn Davis. Um, he beat him a few times actually in the amateurs. Oh, okay. And he is like he is like yo to me my eyes he might be like the best amateur I've ever seen like with my own eyes like. I'm not gonna really count Loma, cause like I've I've seen Loma in the amateurs, but I haven't seen Loma in the amateurs as much as I've seen this kid. Mm. And this kid is like, wow, <laughs> he's like <laughs> amazing. So, <laughs> you know, he is a little bit older, so he is gonna have to get fast track. So it kind of goes to the same thing. Like, did he wait too long? But just remember, I told you, man, Andy Cruz, <laughs> when he turned pro, brother. <laughs> brother we will keep, <laughs> we will keep an eye on that name for sure he might be taking so, the route that Loma took he might have to because, because when, when you're in Loma because I don't remember a whole lot of people within their first you know 10 fights getting title shots and stuff like that that's what you say fast tracked when you've been in the amateurs for that long and then you get to that certain age it's almost like they have to fast track you it's like um, you have the, almost Loma has like the greatest short stint in boxing. <laughs> like, like he had yeah. a five, 10 year period there where he was untouchable. But then now he's just, like you said, he seems just a step slower. It's just, he's not the same, not the same guy. Now, again, you know, like you said, it could be, you know, because of, you know, just got back from a war. You uh, you know, fighting for his country, you know, things like that do shit to people, you know, yeah. through the mental space, mental aspects of everything else like that. So, we, I mean, we don't know what this man is going through, honestly. For you sure. know, there's a whole bunch of things that could go into this. But I'm just at that point where you said he's like 34, 35 years old. Boxing for that late you know, in your career normally doesn't end well for the long-term run. Yeah, I mean, he could have turned pro um, a bit sooner, but, you know, he still would have had, he still would have had some of the issues, man. You know, boxing is a weird sport where, like, even when he was in his prime, man, he didn't really get, like, that really big signature fight. Not to me, anyways. Um, Regandau was way too small. Linares has always seemed like he's an elite fighter, but he, Linares never really put it together, which is kind of weird because he was a multiple division world champion um, and just a really great looking technical boxer. But Linares really was never the guy, you know what I mean? So, and you know, I'm not going to really count Gary Russell that. That was a really young Gary Russell. I'm not really sure of Loma. I mean, Loma probably would have beaten Gary if Gary was in his prime, but I'm not 100% sure because Gary in his prime was outrageous, man. So, you know, to me, Loma didn't never really got that really big signature win because, you know, even if I ask you, what's his biggest win, man? I mean, if if you're looking at it on paper, it's, I mean, probably Rigandau being a pound-for-pound rank at the time. And he moved up several divisions to make that happen, man. So, yeah, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of like saying, um, 
um, Errol Spence's win, Errol Spence's win over Mikey Garcia is the biggest win of his career, which is like, it's not. But if you said that, it's not really that impressive. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. But yeah. Still a great fight. I mean, it, 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 I, again, like my heart says Loma, but it, my mind says, you know, Haney, because that, I'm like you said, the dude's just, he, he's do unreal. Do you think it's but, actually a 50 50 fight? I don't know if I would say 50-50, to be honest. 60-40, 70 60-40 is probably where I'll leave it in okay. favor of Haney because, again, like, just – I guess I'm getting a, a little too emotionally invested <laughs> in it, but there, it, it just – there's a part of me that says – because at least from what I've seen of Lomachenko – I, he's one of those guys I can't really count out in any situation. You're just like, what if one of these the, – it's just one of those things. Like, hey, Devin Haney, top of his game right now, undisputed champion. I mean, he, he had no chance, right? Well, Loma, you know, historically was – you know, people were talking about him as pound for pound, one of the greatest fighters that they had ever seen. I remember hearing sure. that shit time and time and time again. So sure. it's like, and I, I can't, I can't leave him out just yet. He could surprise the fuck out of everybody because <laughs> for some reason, the last three weeks has been all about surprises in the fight game, boxing, UFC, and otherwise. Like it, 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 yeah. shit has been going down in the fight world. It's just been a change of guard. I don't know what the hell is going on, but the things that shouldn't be happening have been happening. And sure, I'm looking at this as this could be potentially one of those situations where Devin Haney better not be sleeping. Nah, he, he better. I could, he's nah. he's gonna get surprised, and I think Lomachenko might surprise some people. Nah, Devin's not even the type of sleep. Devin's not even the type of sleep on nobody, man. I mean, if I was fighting Devin, he still wouldn't sleep. Like, <laughs> he ain't sleeping on nobody. Man. I am he ain't killing everyone. Yeah, he ain't trying to take no losses, <laughs> man. But I mean, hey, like you said, I, I don't want to count Loma completely out, but I, I do favor Devin. But you know, both guys are terrific fighters. I think Loma still has a lot left in the tank, but um, Devin. Devin the monster, man. But I'm really looking forward to that fight, man. May 20th. I'm really looking forward to it for sure. May May 20th. We obviously got Davis and Garcia coming April 22nd. Uh Shakur Stevenson, Yoshino on April 8th. Um uh, be good to finally see him in the ring again. Uh Shakur Stevenson. And uh, obviously have... this weekend, the fight that Hans has been waiting for. We also have Virgil Ortiz versus uh Onis. 29th April, so that's going to be a great, great fight. Great, 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 great fight. So, looking forward to that. We've got a good lineup these next few weeks. Yeah, it's going to be really good, so I'm I'm looking forward to all of it. It should be a lot of fun, man. Oh, yeah. David Benavidez, Caleb Plant, March 25th, 12 rounds, super middleweight titles. Hans Themisto, appreciate you, as always, for being on, my friend. Always, always welcome whenever you want. 
appreciate you for being on. Got you, brothers. Hope you guys have a great night, man. Yes, sir. You too. <laughs> uh, always good to talk to Hans. Um, easy to talk to. Knows his shit. We know this. Everybody knows this. Um, okay. Got a question for you. So, have you or have you not been paying attention to the NBA? Um, yeah, um, yes, I have. This last week, I haven't, though, to be very honest. I've seen key moments like uh, Jaws' first game back is tonight. Uh, Paul George hurt himself the same way he broke his leg almost like his leg bent the same way the Warriors on the road and the Lakers surged but then them boys started fucking leveling off like like fucking uh, Austin Reeves going for 35 last week you went for 35? Yeah, Austin Reeves went stupid, dog, the other day. I didn't realize he went that fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah Austin Reeves went off, bro. Kings are... Kings are close, man, and they're making me... They're making me a fan. I gotta say. I'm a fan of the Kings. <laughs> Well, I'm 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 saying like even even more so like 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 one of those fans who buys a jersey type of thing. Mm. Honestly, like I, could I, a fan, I could be a fan of a team and not really, you know. Yeah, not team, really. Not buy a jersey. Supporting if you pay, purchase a million, I got it. Yeah. No, I, I thought you had a Kings jersey already, though. Oh, I I was prepared. I'm thinking about it. I would say get and a De'Aaron. I feel like it, and I feel like it would only be uh, it would only be right if it was a De'Aaron Fox jersey. Yeah, you need him and Sabonis. Those are the two guys. You've been big on Sabonis since y'all, uh, since they all acquired him. Yeah, you've been big that, that I have been. I fully gave you credit for it. Like you have been big on him and his his input on that team and his impact. I mean, not input impact. Input impact everything. <laughs> everything that he's been for the team. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I need to, I need to figure out how to get to a game, or you know, see if I can put in credentials for a fucking a playoff game or something. Honestly, bro, I really thought you already put in credentials for every sport out at this point. Well, you're right. <laughs> Certain ones I couldn't though. Um, oh, I couldn't good. apply for any more. Um, they didn't have any more of the credentials available for like the, the game by game. Mm. So the ones that I had to basically sign up for are for next year, the waiting list for next year's season. That's fine. All right. So um, the reason why I'm still on my phone, uh, because. My uh camera on my computer just said fuck it today. 
Yeah, like randomly just said, fuck it. I'm I'm gonna just take the night off. Yeah. Yeah, First I'm gonna time. I'm gonna put my uh ask for uh requested a, a, a payday off. It's got PTO lined up for you. This motherfucker didn't put no requests in. He didn't then, even let you know he's a no call no show. Fuck. No call no show at his highest fucking fashion, bro. All right, look, this some yeah, bitch. Yeah, this some bitch didn't tell me shit. Just like just said, fuck it. Like, like, what in the absolute fuck is you talking about, dude? Like, you just not showing up tonight? <laughs> like, I called this motherfucker back. He just didn't answer the phone. Just took me straight to voicemail. Put do not disturb on. It's like, ow! Oh, motherfucker! Oh. This is how you get canned. Yeah, damn it. I'm pacing in the house mad as shit. Like, oh, this motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh no, no, man. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the things right now. Give me a sec. Want to see what their upcoming schedule? Well, I think we've probably oh. been over their upcoming schedule. Oh, I just got a fucking end of ESPN bleep right now. Was it about the Kings? No, 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 listen. It said Mark Cuban protests Mavs lost to Warriors after what he calls the worst called worst non-call mistake possibly in NBA history. Oh shit. Oh shit. I kind of want to see it, but I feel like it no nah, man. I, uh you gotta mute me, dude. Oh fuck. I can't, I'll get it. I'll get it. There you go. I, I got you. What is going on with his stuff? And he's figuring it out. Uh-oh. I'm up back. Did you hear or see anything? No. Oh, that fucking sucks. All right, so... You told me to mute you. I know, but... I meant see. I didn't mean hear. I said hear and see, but I meant see. Because I thought I was able to show you the shit at the same time, and it didn't work. But whatever. Um... So, pretty much what Mark Cuban's contesting is um, the Warriors got the ball on an inbound. The ref said it was Warriors' ball, and they were basically right by the basket they were scoring in, and Dallas thought it was their ball to take out the ball. So, no one was down there by the fucking Warriors. The ref blew the whistle, gave the Warriors the ball fast as shit, and they dunked the ball. Like, one of the players just dunked the ball. Like that, honestly, it was complete bull. Like, bro, it was complete bullshit. Like, like I, if it, if it's legitimate, it was complete bull. Like, it's not like Mark Cuban's full of shit. It's like the refs are full of shit because that, like, 
Why would we be in the fucking professional league and just not get like not guard them on our own basket, bro? Like, why would we just not guard them? It's clearly was confusion. Like, you can see like three out of five players have their hand up, like it's our ball. You know what I mean? It was uh, I'm having it. I pulled it up on ESPN right now to see the. It's obviously my computer taking fucking forever to load. So forgive me on the wait, but yeah, I'm looking at right here. Mine said, fuck it tonight. <laughs> Mavericks believe they had possession of the ball. I mean, okay, there's a difference between believing you had possession and seeing and if you had possession. Yeah, but at the same time. Just because you thought it was your ball doesn't mean it was your ball. Yeah, but in that situation, they would check to see whose ball it was. You see what I'm saying? Like, they would check. Okay, it's it's playing right now. Like, their whole team was on the other side of the court. Like, what? Exactly. They, they had no nobody there to even receive the ball from the ref. They'll go another half thinking it was their ball. They on didn't that think it was side of the floor? Well, hold on. They thought it was their ball on the other half of the court. And the up uh, the map four and uh, half, they're playing the half four offense. You know, like just heading up for hey, thinking it's all up half the court. You get me? Did they just not realize where they were on the court? Someone right here, like what the f like nobody was even Nobody was over there. I'm looking at it going. There's one, two, three, four, five warriors on this side and fucking nobody with them. Yeah. So both teams were setting up in their half court offense on their basket. Like their basket to score. That's what that was. So if you were at the game, you were like, why all the Mavericks on this side and why all the Warriors on this side? Like, it's pregame. Like, that's what it looked like. Like, it was pregame. That is so bizarre. That's refereeing in today's game. There's no one to make this shit clear. <laughs> like, no one is going to say, hey, hey. Like, the, re the refs didn't want to tell the Mavericks at all what was going on? Exactly. 
Like, if you're Mark Cuban and you're looking like, what the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? You're not even on the floor. You're just sitting in the first row. Like, what the I'm fuck's just, going on? Bro, I'm literally trying to process what the fuck is happening right now. Because I'm it, like, it. the video literally starts from the point. Like, all the Dallas players are already on the other side of the court. Yeah. There's just two Dallas players on the same court side as the Warriors are. And all five Warriors players are on this side. Right. Ref so, blows a whistle, bounces it a couple times, hands it to the dude, easy fucking bucket. What the hell was that? That was non-communication between the refs and the players. That's exactly what that was. And to be honest with you, that's 100% the refs' fault because they're supposed to inform the team. As a motherfucker, I ain't played in the NBA. I have not. Every one of the Dallas players. Basketball. I pulled multiple levels of basketball, bro. I played, you know what I mean, that, that lower division pro-am crap and tournament and shit like that out here in California. In Northern California, let's be specific, because I, I have not played in those dope ones in L.A. I played high school ball, you know what I mean? I, I, I've never seen that shit. I've been to college games. I've been to fucking the Warriors playoff games. I've never seen that shit before. <laughs> I've That's never wild in my motherfucking life of ever watching basketball. But I can tell you as a motherfucker that played, I know exactly what the fuck happened. <laughs> Especially when you read the captions like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. The Mavericks will set up their offense. The Warriors set up their offense. Once the Warriors saw like, none of these motherfuckers is coming. <laughs> Alright, cool, quick bucket. We ain't even gotta fucking set up offense. We're all gonna just stand by each other because these motherfuckers are confused. That's what the Warriors are thinking. And the Mavericks is like, what in the fuck are y'all doing? It's our ball. That's what we're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? This is just... This is absurd. This is absolutely absurd. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, that's exactly what happened. But it's like, just judging by the film, it's like... I mean, I feel like it's easy to say... It's Dallas's fault. But it's not. I was going to say, I think it would be easy to say that it's the rest fault, but how do we know that they didn't say anything? Easy. No, like, no grown human that made it that far in life to make it to the pros. So you mean tell me five professional fucking athletes don't know how to follow instructions? You're going to tell me at the same exact time, all five of them just said, ah, fuck it. We're going to be rebels. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we just not gonna play defense. Fuck that shit. Let's phone it in. We're not even trying to go to playoffs no more. That ain't make sense. Like, not saying you're saying, but I'm just saying, like. Oh, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just looking at it and I'm just like. I, like, I'm looking at everything that they like. Oh, it's absurd. It's bizarre. It's weird. Nobody knows. Holy shit. Mark Cuban. Wait, hold on. How much did they lose by? I didn't see the final. Hold on. Check the computer. Literally by one basket. Holy shit. Well, that makes sense. That's deciding. That play literally decided the game. Yeah. Literally. 
Yeah, I'll be mad as a motherfucker too. Now I know Mark Cuban in there fucking kicking doors and shit. That was the emergency owners meeting. <laughs> he was at the game, emergency owners meeting. Just watching. Whose ass are we getting fired? Whose ass are we getting fired? Oh, that's fucking crazy, dude. People show Mark and them mad dino. Oh, Ron, I'm surprised Mark didn't start throwing chairs onto the court. I'm sure. Wow. Okay. Well, Golden State helping their playoff cases a little bit. Um, staying in the sixth seed. Dallas struggling in the nine. Sacramento dropped to three. Ooh, Memphis has gone a little bit of a run. And Jaws back tonight, you said? That's what my coworker told me. I ain't looking into it. My coworker told me. He like, I got uh, my Puerto Rican uh, coworker, shout out to Ben from New York. You know what I'm saying? He um, said, yeah, you know that boy Jaws back tonight, right? <laughs> Who is his source? NBA. He watched NBA faithfully, bro. Like, he's so much of an NBA fan, bro. Like, he keeps up with all that shit. Like he He's is a, following the insiders of the insiders of the insiders type of shit. He damn near inside of himself type shit. <laughs> like, that's how much he follows the NBA. Like, I get a lot of NBA news from him. Uh, we might need to be getting him on here. Dude, he be driving. He tried the trucks with the fucking phone on the speaker, on his portable speaker playing the game so he can hear the game. See, that's an NBA fan right there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have him on the show one day. I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just saying because I don't know his schedule likes. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he the man got a lot of kids, bro. He got eight kids. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder he's a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> Is he long distance? Huh? Is he long distance driver? Uh, he drives just like me. Same. He's not doing long distance. Same driver just like me. Pick oh. up. Yeah, now nah, he not one out. He not the. He not one of those guys. That's. I was gonna him. say. I was like, if he's a long distance truck driver, no wonder. <laughs> Short range. Short range. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Nah, he nah, he definitely ain't. He like he say every day he do it for his babies. Uh, every day he talk about his kids. Every day. But my hey, answer, when you got eight of them, you kind of have to. I don't get involved. I hear him. Don't get involved, and I keep going. <laughs> That's my anti-social ass. Let me just do my job and get the fuck out this warehouse. <laughs> get on this goddamn road. So let me get let me get done with this, please. Right now. No conversations. Even though, hey, that's my dog for, for the longest. But, yeah, man. Yeah, it's they been talking in the world. <laughs> that shit. Uh, always good to have coworkers like that, honestly. Shit. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm literally the opposite. <laughs> I say good morning. See y'all later. Have a good night. Good morning. What's the route look like? Fuck off.
I don't say what's the route look like because they print out our sheets. I don't got to say shit to nobody. I get a sheet, <laughs> my sheet, and I get my work. <laughs> I don't got to ask them about no routes. <laughs> like, and then when you leave, this guy doesn't have wow. enough. Doesn't have this. This patient doesn't have this. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's about as much as I'm talking. Strictly necessary. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. This is straight only for work purposes. Yeah, no, I didn't come here to. I didn't come here to fucking be friends. You come here to socialize, fuck. motherfuckers. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm scared of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> and that's my fucking shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> This is why, why, why we're here. Oh, shit. Well, NBA looking to, uh, it's getting pretty exciting getting towards the tail end of the season here. Um, XFL, uh, Sea Dragons are absolutely trolling the fuck out of the, uh, Houston, <laughs> out of the Houston Roughnecks after last week's win. Um, I feel like we can cover. There's no Thursday games. There's actually a Monday night game this week. Call for fucking Josh Gordon to get out the game. I heard only half of that. Oh, they cut it. They cut it for sure. Cause they, they're keeping this. The announcers are like, did he just call for Josh Gordon to get out the game? <laughs> The announcers felt like I felt like. Are you fucking serious, Danucci? <laughs> well, yeah. Good old Danucci. Vegas got their first win. It was the toilet bowl, wasn't it? Orlando. Yes, it was the toilet bowl. Um, Orlando still winless at zero and five. Mm. Shit, I'm mean, honestly, they need to go check out the Orlando Ghost. Hey, did so since we're talking about football, did you watch the AFL, uh, A7FL top 10 last night? Oh, I did. I tuned in. I tuned in. I, I jumped in at five and I was there for the rest of the ride. Matter of fact, I think I jumped in as they announced five. I was in for the rest of the <laughs> ride. It was, I promise you. I, I I love what those guys are doing over there, man. They're so entertaining. They're yeah. like they're they're exactly what the A seven FL needs. Shout out shout out to Big Rob Corey and and Matt Ryan. I mean they they do really really good work, really good content over there. Bro, they were <laughs> last night. Yo, I remember Rob. Rob said it on the show. People are gonna be mad at us for the for the show. The owner from Vegas, one of the owners from Vegas. I think he's an owner, or, or like a chairman, or something like that. I forgot my man's name. Derek. Dark hair. Uh, long dark hair. Don't yeah. know the look, just know the name. I think it might be Derek Duncan, though. Might be. He wasn't. He wasn't an announcer. He was it, like. It was probably Derek, man. Yeah, that guy, he had me fucking cracking up, dude. He had me cracking up. He was he was so hot about the night Carlos being at four. <laughs> Yo, I was fucking crazy. He was like, 
<laughs> it was so hot, bro. It was so hot. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, I, I don't want to get into it, but basically, I'll just the reason why I brought that up is just because the Orlando Ghosts were six, I think, on the top ten. I, mean, uh, I believe so. Actually, let me bring it. I'm gonna bring it up right here because I actually kind of want to. I'm I'm so happy you brought it up. Yeah. So, so the Orlando Ghosts are six, and the Orlando team, the Orlando Guardians, haven't had a win. They probably need to go. Uh, Hey, uh, seems like you boys got something going on that we need to be a part of and kind of pull some of y'all players. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll compensate you guys handsomely for these players, but we need them. <laughs> they need them. They need them. Real shit. Let me see. Okay. So, this is the, uh, the A7FL, the three-on-one podcast, uh, top 10 power rankings for uh, going into this season opening week. This weekend, A7FL kicks off March 26th, A7FL TV, and you can go catch everything A7FL on YouTube and on their podcast on the three-on-one. Um, so they have... They have the uh, the Snow Tribe at number ten. Um, they have the Animals at number nine, which I'm pretty sure they went over because there's. I'm pretty sure the reason why they have the Animals at number nine because um, Huff is now the quarterback there. Um, they have the Ghosts at eight. Oh, ghost at eight. Okay. They have the ghost at eight. They have the DC buzz at seven. Oh, that's right. The force is at six. The, the force is at six. Yeah. All right. And then the fucking uh, insomniacs at five with the dice. Yep. They got the Patterson U at four. Oh, the Nightcrawlers at three. Ah. Nightcrawlers at three. Yeah. It was mad. Which I, that's respectable. What's My- he tripping about? My man was mad about that. My man was mad about that. <laughs> I go the the Watchmen at two because I mean, as we talked about with Corey, you know, the Watchmen is basically the Baltimore Super Team now. Yeah, that's what Rob expressed. Yeah. So uh, they're number two, and then of course, uh, um, led by Sterry Codrington and uh, Ashante Worthy. The Trenton BIC sit in the top at the number one spot. We got to get some Sacramento teams in this bitch. We're going to figure out how to do it, Kay. Just just saying. We got two Florida teams. Just want to go ahead and say that out there. Two. We got dos Florida teams. Where? The Nightcrawlers are out of Tampa, my guy. Oh, that's right. So they're yeah. number three, and then like, who else? Most likely, both of those teams have got oh the the Orlando Ghosts. Okay, I see that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. so most you got you got two, you got two in the top five. Okay, I yeah, think that's we, the only two teams in Florida. But okay, I mean, most of those guys are from Lakeland. Look what look where they are. They're the two cities surrounding my city. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Look at that. Probably are Lakeland 
Lakeland dudes on the night crawlers and the ghosts. Oh, for sure. That's for sure. Honestly, man, I'm surprised bait kick well oxen and stuff too. So but yeah, boy Fino, Fino should have tried out for the XFL. I don't know if he did. I should have asked him. How how are you on this list? I kind of feel like it's perfect. I don't know why people were upset. They were upset by a few different things. Like, did Corey announce anything? I mean, Corey, Corey was Corey last night. Let's just say that. No, I I understand that. And Corey hit, and as he says, Corey Hammond's gonna fucking Corey Hammond. And he definitely was Corey Hammond last night, and I love what. That. What did he say about the sh- the Snow Tribe at ten? I, I didn't get to see that part. I, I like I said, I jumped in at five. All right. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm pretty sure he might have said something about him. He kept he referenced uh he kept referencing uh uh Patterson U playing them week one when they went that the- that he hopes they're gonna kill them type of thing or what 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 are we? No, he's saying they could have like he was just referencing like he could have a real test at uh. Against the top ten team against week one, so he was just yeah, saying. I don't know. I don't know if he talked about it then. He alluded to it a lot of people. Corey was saying. No, I'm. Again, I'm dancing around it because I don't know if he's announced it, and I don't know if I have the green light to say anything. Um, because he's told me. Um. Well, then yeah, don't say nothing. Yeah. So, but speaking of Corey Hammond. Um, we are going to have the great Corey Hammond with us on Friday's show, uh, before, um, a seven FL, uh, takes off this weekend and he will be able to let you know everything that I can't. So that's what I'm saying. I'd rather have him tell you everything that's going on than me tell you everything what's going on. But Corey Hammond will be with us on Friday um for that show uh it's going to be a big big friday for us uh because there's a lot uh going on this week and especially um a7fl and uh everything else that goes along with it um hey can i go ahead uh hey so guys um i'm playing uh this wasn't but i am The River City Tigers. River City Tigers. Yeah, they're out of Sacramento. So, oh, you'll be out here. I'm, my game this Saturday is out there. Oh shit! This Saturday? This Sabado. Where? I'm gonna send you the info. Got it. Yeah. Gotcha. I was doing film study, getting crash courses, talking shit. I got a bunch of guys from when I played on the Canes on that team. Got a bunch of players I played with already, and I'm back with Tim Brown's grandson. So, let me borrow your camera so I can video that. Say no more, sir. <laughs> bring the cannon, and I'll charge all the batteries. And yep. I know what the fuck you're doing, and I'll bring the tripod, the good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get some good film. Put that out there. Got, gotta let the people see. Question uh, for you. Go ahead. How well can you function a camera high, sir? Because you will be high, sir. 
you will be high, sir. I'm 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 good. I'm good okay. I am I am functional. I hey, I'm just saying because I'm not sure because hey look. All right, can't say that anymore because we're from the south, so we both know that that's acceptable for where we where we're from. Oh no, you know I was gonna go there. <laughs> so, but no, I used to say like when we're in college, smart man. I, I get um uh, semi disabled. Yeah, I used to say that. He I, still he, he still went there. Okay, okay. I said it in a very acceptable way. Like this is the most respectable way to say it. <clears throat> That you can think of. Tell me another more acceptable way. I'm not, because I'm not going to take that. I'm, 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 I'm not taking this ride with you, okay? I'm hey, not. <laughs> you're in a Texas sweater, bro. You're in this ride by default. I just, I just call, I just call people stupid. That, that's, that's what I say. If yep. they're stupid, they're stupid. I just call them stupid. That's just. And we just ticked our first class ticket. <laughs> Yeah, we're on the fucking ride. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this Wednesday. We appreciate Caleb Sunshine, the F1 guy, uh, talking all things Formula One. Hans Themistode talking all things boxing. Uh, get on that this weekend. Uh, Plant versus Benavidez. You're not going to want to miss this fight. Also, A7FL begins this weekend once again Friday. Corey will be joining us to talk all things A7FL before the opening week happens. Once again, Joppa Army, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. Fucking love you. For myself, JP, for the 610 Beast from the Southeast Mr. Country K, which he's going to say something with one more thing. Yeah. In the Sacramento area, make sure you check out the game in Sacramento. It'll be a battle of Sacramento. It'll be the Tigers versus the Fury. Uh, details will be gave given to you on uh friday show i don't know the details right now because i don't know where the flyer is right now <laughs> but that's neither here nor there we're elevated sports talk show for the elevated fans so you guys understand we appreciate the hell out of you guys we'll see you on friday deuces aloha